You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and grows dark.
Appreciate, let's appreciate Stella. Wow, London Apache, I think we are a blessed church, isn't it? We are a blessed church. I couldn't believe it when I received the message from Bishop that he's coming. And I feel that we are a blessed church because um, if you think about it, um, Bishop could have been anywhere this morning. Could have been in any church. But he's chosen us to be here with us. And it's very significant. Very significant. 
And I believe that we are blessed. I believe that we are blessed. For those of you who don't know Bishop Richard, Bishop Richard is our pastor. Yes, he's your pastor. He's the pastor of this church. And he's my father. And he's your father as well. So today is like a today is like a homecoming. Today is like a homecoming. Yeah, pastor for over 23 years now. He's pastored me since I was a teenager. And uh, I believe that today God has something for us as a church. I don't want you to take for I want you to take out your notebooks and there's actually a message for us to run with this year. And I I, I know that we're going to be blessed. But it's my privilege this morning my singular privilege to invite to the stage none other than Bishop Richard Aye! Come on! Oh, come on, put your hands together. Come on. He's lifted my soul. say a word of prayer. Father, we bless your great name, your marvelous name. We exalt it. We thank you for this beautiful opportunity we have to be alive and to have faith and to be in church, Lord. Thank you for your mercies that has brought us this far, Lord. Still believing, still praising you, still fellowshipping in your presence. Lord, may you add your blessing to this service, Lord. Bless our gathering. Let your presence be real to us. Heal us. Save us. Give us light, Lord. Open our eyes. Open our ears, Lord. To see, hear, and know, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this great privilege. I give you praise. And I give you thanks for all good things that you will do amongst us, Lord. Let your perfect will be done. I curse you, Satan. I declare everything of yours is destroyed. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, be exalted amongst us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, once again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say a bigger amen. God bless you and you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, Happy New Year to all of you. And uh, Merry Christmas to those who I didn't see before Christmas. So it's good to see all of you and um, it's a pleasure to see everybody in the year 2020. Hallelujah. I can see that you are really enjoying in this church. Good things are happening. You have more chairs in the church. 
You are in white. You have beautiful decorations. Good things are happening. I was listening to the first service. I said that these people are really enjoying in this church. The message was loaded. You have a good pastor, a nice pastor, a nice teacher of the word. As, yeah. Thank you. As I was listening to him teaching and sharing, I was saying to myself, these people are really enjoying they're really, really enjoying. As I was just sitting there, the crumbs that were coming to me. See, I was eating from the crumbs that had fallen off the table. I was already full over there. It's a, it's a beautiful and a great blessing. So one of the things in life is to be able to see what you have so that you don't despise and waste what you have when you have something. Uh, it's, always, it's always, unfortunately, when something good is taken away from us before we realize that what we have um, is a good thing, isn't it? Yes, we realize what you have is a good thing, a blessing. So I appreciate what you have. I appreciate all the good things that God has given to us as a church because God has blessed us as a church. Uh, all these years, he's kept us, he's fed us, he's provided for us, um, he's given us life, given us happiness, so ask yourself, what else do you want in life? You see that God has given us a lot of things, if not everything that you need that will make you happy. Hallelujah. So um, it's a great blessing to be in um, Apache. This is Apache, isn't it? To be in Apache at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year. Today is the first Sunday for the year 2020. It's wonderful that we are alive, we are around in the year 2020. May you see many more years in your life. Yes, so, um, um, happy new, I've said happy new year, isn't it? Yes, so happy new year again to, to all of you. And uh, may, this, may this year be happy, may you be happy in this year. May you experience beautiful things in this year. Everything you've prayed for in secret and in private, may the Lord hear your cry and may be released into your life. May you have things to enjoy in this new year. May you enjoy things. May you be happy. Always say happy new year. May you really be happy in this, in the year 2020. May you be happy. May God make you happy. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Take your seats. So, um, well, the theme for uh, the year is the year of the shepherd. That's one of the most beautiful themes you can ever have, the year of the shepherd. It's very exciting. And uh, it's my prayer that everybody here will become a shepherd. Because if, if you were a shepherd, there are, you know, when you look around you in the hall, you see where your sheep should be sitting. You say, your sheep haven't come because your sheep don't have a shepherd. So I believe that uh, this year, we are going to fill this hall many times over because a lot more of us are going to become shepherds. And uh, when I say shepherds, I don't mean shepherds with a title. 
shepherd with a sheep. If you are called shepherd, you must have sheep. It's like if you are called a leader, you must have followers, isn't it? If you are called a, a trumpeter, you must have a trumpet. If you are a drummer, you must have drums, isn't it? If you are a driver, you must be driving a car or driving, you must be driving something. Yeah, so um, if you are a shepherd, you must have sheep. Um, shepherd without sheep is like... Um, what is it like? It's like um, it's like shawarma without meat. <laughs> yes. So make sure that as you jump into the flow to be a shepherd, that you will have sheep. So very shortly, very briefly, um, going to share with you. Um, a short message on, I believe I'm talking to you about shepherding, about the same thing for the year. And um, for a short while, I'll preach for a little while because you know there's another service that I also have to go to. So I'm sure you understand, isn't it? Your children, your children. I mean, there's, there's the mother church. So your children uh, that you give birth to also need to be attended to. And I'm sure you are kind enough that we should also go and Talk to them, isn't it? Yes. You know you are the you are the parent. You are the parent church. Yes, you are the you are the you are the main people. Yes. Without without you, they can't exist. Yes. You existed for them to exist. Yes. So you are the main people. You give birth to them. Yes. Like a, like a, a father and mother gives birth to their child. You give birth to them. So you are, you are the main people. You are the this is this is home. Yes, this, this, is, this is home. So once in a while, that's why we bring them around to show them that this is home. In case they don't know where they were born, this is where they were born. They, they, are, they have to know. You have to remembrance is very important in life. You have to, you have to remember where, where you came from. If you don't remember where you came from, especially when you've grown up and you see that your father or your mother is older, you have to remember they're the ones who gave birth to you. If they can't run to catch a bus today, doesn't mean that you are better than them. Mm. There are people when they are growing up, they feel that old people are not important. But old people are very important. Not that they are important. They gave birth to you. How can they not be important? They gave birth to you. Once upon a time, they also looked like you. They also had a waist, if you have a waist. Yes. They even had a waist when they were your age. You could even get to their age before you lose your waist. You, you've lost it already. Through Peckham chicken wings. Yes. They, had a waist. they, were, they, were, they were size 10 for a long time. Size 10 and size 12. They were that size for a long time. They almost had grandchildren before they changed their size. So you, are, you have to know where, where you belong. And uh, so, well, I'm just saying that so I have to be going to see your children. And, and all, these, all these sizes have come in. I don't like it. Anyway, John chapter 21. Let's hear the word of God. John 21. John 21. And... Um, 
Let's read from there and be blessed. Are you happy to be in church? Okay, John 21, and then I think it would be good if I read from verse 11. It says that Simon Peter went up and drew, and drew the net to, to land full of great fishes, and 153, and for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Are you still here? And Jesus saith unto them, come and dine. Come and dine. Come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, who art thou? Knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise. Verse number 14. Okay, have you seen verse 14? It says that this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples. After that, he was risen from the dead. Verse 15. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jesus, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. Okay? This is the year of the shepherd. He saith unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Like, Do you love me? Do you love me? This is perhaps a question that um, you would think that is usually um, um, lady beloveds who ask their beloved or wives who ask their husbands. I mean, do you love me? It's almost like it's a female question. Do you, do you love me? I mean, do you love me? If you love me, if you love me, you, you do this. Or it's usually a lady who will be complaining that she is not loved because something is not being done. Isn't it? Yes. If you love me, you, you talk to me more. You give me attention. You do this. You do that. You do that. Sisters, isn't it? Yes. You are the ones who have the list of things that love means. Yes, if this one loves you, they'll do this. 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 This one loves this. He doesn't really love me. If he loves me, they'll do this. If he loves me, they say, hey, so, 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 so talking. Yeah. But, but here we are discovering that it seems that God is also interested in those who love him. How many of you here love God? You really love God. Yes. Beautiful. I, I, I also think that you love him. I also think that you love him. Just, just like in normal life, you, you see, you, you will think you really love someone, but the person may not think that you like, you like him or you like her. Do you, do, do you understand? Can you understand that? You, you think that, oh, I really, it's like, you see a husband saying that, I really, I really love my wife. It was in this church. It was in this church when I, I was pastoring here um, Every Sunday, every Tuesday. It was in this church that after church, it was a Sunday afternoon after church, a lady came to me crying. And I said, what was the problem? She said, her husband doesn't love her. It was this church many years ago. It would be about 18 years ago, almost 20 years ago. Yes. It was this church, this church, yes. I was crying. I said, I said why? I said, why? But see, 
When somebody is crying over something, I have learned, I've learned a long time ago to respect it. So I didn't tell her that, oh, come on, put yourself together. Because she said her husband doesn't like her or love her because she's done a new hairstyle. Look, please listen. Look, look, don't pretend because it was one of you, so don't pretend. Okay, yes. Look, I have a few minutes to preach and go. So if you don't sit up for me to preach, if you interrupt my stories too much. So, she said her hair, she says she's done a new hairstyle. Since she did it, he's not said a word. Nothing. And then she said, but since I came to church, all the other ladies, my friend, what is saying, how nice my hair is, how this, but the main person, has not said anything. So I remember the husband was around. I could see him with my eyes. So I said, hey boy, hey boy, come here boy. So I called him. I said, come. Are you listening to me? When he came, I asked him, do you like your wife? I think he thought it was like a trick or, I mean, so he said, I mean, he's like, how? Oh, I really like it. I like it. And he was even laughing. He's like, oh, I like it. He's like, he's like well, is, is that a problem? He said, I really like it. I really, I really love my wife. I said, are you sure? He said, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She's my one and only. She's the only mosquito in my net. <laughs> She's there. She's the only flu virus I've caught. She's the only one that makes me sneeze. Makes me cold. Makes me shiver. Well, he didn't say all that. I'm adding it to it. But he was saying that, yes. So I asked him, tell me three things that you really like about her. Then he mentioned, number one. You want me to tell you what he said? No, I can't tell you. We don't have time. He said, number one, I like this. Number two, I remember something. She was saying, look, this one, she's very good at it. It's like, it's the thing that attracted me to, to her. And she, he, said, he said, she hasn't changed. She's still like that. She asked we're talking. I was still waiting for him to say, and her hair. <laughs> Which is what she has chosen to cry over. And then he mentioned number three. She's also like this. He, he, gave, he gave us, she, because she was there, he gave us three clear things that he really likes and those things haven't changed. And she's still good and nice and pleasant because of those things. So, now madame was there. So I said, madame, it looks as though the love hasn't changed. So I said to the brother, chop, chop, go back to what you're doing. Then I said to her, can you see that he didn't choose you because of your hair? Hair, hair. <laughs> hair. Let me talk, let me talk. It's for, your, it's for your fellow sisters. 
They're the ones who will notice that you haven't changed your hair. You've changed your hair. They say it's like this. It's, so it's for the, your, 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 the guys. They look at other things. Yes. Look. Perhaps you don't know. It's your fellow lady who might look at you from top bottom. The brother you are trying to impress, he doesn't look from top bottom. He looks from bottom up. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, sit down so I can preach. Sit down so I can preach. <laughs> so, here we are. Here we are. Many of us here saying that we love God. We love God. We really love God. But perhaps if we meet God today, he, he might say that you don't care about me. Because look at the question he's asking. He asked him this question three times. Three times. All of them, his question is, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Verse 17 was the third time he asked him. He said to him the third time, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? In other words, do you really care and love me? I mean, do you love me? And Peter is like, now Peter is getting irritated. Like somebody that loves you and you keep asking the person, do you, do you, you see, when, when the guy left, I said to her that, did you realize that he doesn't love you because of your hair? That your hair doesn't matter to him. Even if you are bald, he, he, he doesn't mind. Because the, the things he listed, the three key things he listed, look. She's never even thought about it. That this, is the, this, this, this is what makes her beautiful. She's thinking about wigs and weave on. And as we we're still talking, he, we could all see that he, has no, he still hasn't noticed that there's, there's something different on her. He still hasn't noticed. He's just happy about what he's happy about. So you see, you may, you may have different experiences in this life. It doesn't change what God likes and what God wants from you. It doesn't change it. It doesn't change it. It hasn't changed. Whether, whether we preach about it, we say it, we don't say it, what God likes hasn't, is still there. Perhaps he's even hope, perhaps God is even hoping and wishing that his pastors would tell his people that this is what I like, this is what I really like, this, this, my, main, this, my, main, this my main meal that I want from them. I don't know whether you've met people who try giving you things that you don't like, but you can't say that. Because one of the difficulties in life is that you can't say to somebody that, I don't like this gift. You can't, you can't, you can't say it. It's not, it's not polite. It's not ethical. It's not done. You have to receive it and say thank you. And especially when it gets to food. And somebody is giving you food you, can't, you don't eat or you can't eat. You see, one day I was in a certain country and I was in a, with a friend. My friend was driving. And then one of these good members, one of these um, rich members in the church, I'll say rich members in the church, invited me for lunch. He said, come to my house for lunch. Let's take the guest preacher to my house for lunch. I said, oh, no problem. Lunch, no problem. Is lunch no food? 
I can't eat food and put it in my stomach. So I remember as we and the house was walled and gated. So as we're approaching the gates, then the gates open. When we drove in, you see the house, the main build, the building was a bit of a distance from the gates. But as we entered and the gates shut behind us, I heard a certain sound. You see, there, 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 are, some, there are some food, you smell it. There's some food, you hear the sound. That that's what it's been. So, as we're driving, I'm telling, as we're driving, we're in the car, as we're driving, I heard the sound. And I said to my friend, this is a bad deal. I said, I said, no, this lunch meeting is not going to work. Then he said to me, I remember he said to me, oh, don't worry. They will not make, they know, they know, they know you, they know you, whatever, whatever. They will not make such a food for you. I said, are you sure? Because somebody is working hard. I could hear the sound. Do you want to know the sound? The sound, how do you hear? Doom, doom. I said, no. This beautiful house, beautiful place we've come to. And my friend managed to convince me that, that I should not, that is not for me. I said, no problem. So we came out of the car. We entered the house. We had the reception area. We sat there. We're giving drinks. We're sitting there fellowshipping, chatting. Then suddenly Madame comes and says that lunch is served. So we have to move to the dining area. So I said to my friend, you go first. I'm behind you. <laughs> when we entered the place, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, there it was. Look, it's, it look and it, it's like a delicacy. They've done the brown one. No mixture. Problems. Look, somebody from their heart have prepared this thing. And the soup. Yehoah. And there was and there was nothing else to choose. Just this. Just this thing there. And now we all see. <laughs> I sat down here and my, and my friend sat directly in front of me. And then the wife and then the husband and then I think some two children. I think there were about six of us there. Now, I was looking at my friend that I told you. So, what now is, so now it's like, what is the way out? What, what is the way out? I mean, how, what, what are we going to do? Because someone is ministering love. What the person calls love is what the person is given. But for me, it's like punishment. I, I, was, feel, I was feeling punished. So, God is faithful. <laughs> I think I was, asked, I was asked to pray. So I said, Father, thank you. <laughs> Even though I didn't feel grateful. (laughs) 
Say, Father, thank you for this food. We bless it in the name of Jesus. Even the soup. I don't want to describe the soup to you. Because it's, it's a real delicacy. Different types of fish. Smoked fish. Mad fish. I mean, you see different things. I was sitting there. The aroma. I feel that it, I'm sitting there. I say, Lord, send deliverance. Do you know that? Just as I finished the prayer, the doorbell rang. So, Madame got up to go and see who is at the door. And then, lo and behold, she shouted for her husband, whatever his name is, like, he said, come, these people, another set of family have come to the house. So, so now, father and husband had to excuse us to go and attend to this other people who have come. So I said to my friend that this is your chance. Eat it. <laughs> eat it. I said, eat, look. Eat this food. I cannot touch it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Then there's a strategy to put something in your plate that will look as if you have eaten, but you haven't eaten. So I did that strategy for the thing to be in my plate. And then so they spent about 30 or 40 minutes with the new guests thing. So when my friend finished his portion, I said, oh, let's go. Let's go and join them. We finished eating. Let's go and join So we all got up. We got to say, oh, have you people finished? They said, yes. So Madame got up to go and check. I think she said something like, oh, pastor, you didn't eat. I said, oh, I'm okay. I didn't say I've eaten. I said, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Because I'm sure the children went to gossip that, you know, a man, he didn't eat. But anyway, my point I'm saying to you is that you also be here thinking that you are giving God, you love God. I'm a few years that you love God. But this morning, God is saying to you that if you love him, if you love him, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Who feeds sheep? Shepherds. So if you love me, become a shepherd. That's what God is saying to you this morning. If you love me, become a shepherd. Those, those wonderful, wonderful church members in that country, if they really love me, they really wanted to give me lunch, maybe they should have asked. They could have even called my wife in England or even asked my friend that, because my friend was very sure that that food is not for me. It's not because of me that it's being prepared, but it was because of me. They were giving what they felt was right and good. I felt punished. It's punishment to me. So you are, you are thinking, oh God, I really love you. And I'm sure you have things that you will say that you do. Or how you think. Or, or, or even things that you don't do. That's how the Pharisees, if the Pharisaic uh, members, that's how they will think. Things that they don't do. As for me, I don't do this. I don't do that. Like, like once one, one um, silly girl said, yeah, she, she, knows, she knows she's a fornicator and everything, but she doesn't do people's husbands. That's, that's her righteousness. That's her righteousness. Her righteousness is that she doesn't touch anybody's husband, but it's like, yes, she knows she's into, into men, but, you know, that's her, that is her righteousness. That's what she's holding. That's what she's holding on to. to. You see, she's looking at what somebody else has said. Me, I don't do this. 
I know I do other things, but I don't do this. But when you are working with someone, you are working with God, you want to please God? Check. Check what does God want. Check what does God like. Check what will God choose. And if we lose, you see, if we lose this very theme and this very message in the church, master seed will be different. Before that, master seed has become something else. Because we, we started off as shepherds. Everybody be a shepherd. Everybody be a shepherd. Everybody be a shepherd. I mean, your, 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 past, your pastor was uh, an instrumentalist, choir director uh, in the church when we were on the other side. I mean, he was an instrumentalist. But he was an instrumentalist shepherd. The instru- playing the instrument was like, was like a hobby. We have never, we have never, we have never run the church that playing an instrument is your main job or singing is your main job. Yeah. No, no, you can ask her after church that my most, if if there are ever serious meetings, you should ask her whether my serious meetings about her is about singing. You can ask her. Like, I mean, a meeting like this, this one, we are stressed or there's tension or there's irritation or whatever. You can ask her if it's about sin. Sinking is like, it's almost, even though it's main, it's like a secondary thing. The discussions are about people, sheep. That is, that is the DNA of the church you are sitting in. That's the DNA of the church you are sitting in. That's who we are. That's what we are. To be a shepherd. To be a shepherd. To be a shepherd. Yeah. There's no, I, I have, I rather, I have never, and we have never had a system where somebody is just doing something in the church and the person is not a shepherd. Yes, oh, the person doesn't do shepherding things. Even if you're not called shepherd or whatever, you do shepherding things. You, you work with people. You relate with people. And everybody here should come back to our first love. Come back, come back, come back to the thing. Yes. You see, I always say, I always say that I can call, do you know, do you know, do you know Mr. Edusay, do you know him? I can call him any day, any time and send him to somebody's house. Yes, because for me, he's a type of shepherd. He's not just, he's not just, he's not just um, an uncle in the church. He's a type of shepherd. I mean, he's, he's an uncle shepherd to me. Right. Uncle shepherd. If, if, I was, if I was here, at, if, even, even as I'm not here, guys, I, I can send. If I was here, I'm sure I'll send him more, even more than I do now. I'll say, oh, please, please. Uh, uh, I mean, can you uh, see to these people here? I mean, they, they need some discussions and some meetings. Can you go here? He, he will go. He, he, I mean, he has never said no to me before. He won't say no, I won't go. Because he, he, that is also his contribution. It's not just sitting here. You see, we are not, we are not 
a, a church that is into these are financiers or these are this. Of course, if you have money, give offerings, pay your tithe, whatever. But we are more into shepherding, feeding the flock of God, feeding the lambs of God, caring for people, caring for people, caring for people. Because people, people need to be cared for, caring for people. That's the, that's the, that, that is what this church has been built on right from Ghana till here. This is how it has been built. This is what we have done. We, said we don't, have, don't have anything like uh, I, play, I play guitar and then that's the end of my life. Uh, um, I sing a song and then that's the end of my life. No. There's, there's, there's nothing like that. I don't know anything like that. I don't know anything like that. And I'm saying to us that if we change the church into something like that, this is what I do. Everybody, interestingly, I realize that everybody who has been a head usher in my pastoring life has become a pastor. That is ushering. Sit here, carry chairs, sweep here. All those, all those people are, are shepherdy people. Because there's nothing like, there's nothing like I just, I just usher. I mean, my thing is ushering. I mean, to usher. I just do usher. If you just do that and you end up, there's, there's actually something wrong with you. Either there's something wrong with you or something has become wrong with me. It means that I have changed or you are really, you are really some way. And you don't understand when we preach. Yeah. My bass guitarist, my keyboardist, my drummer, all of them were reverend ministers. Well, we can't just say you see them, but they, 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 were all, they were all pastors and reverend ministers. Even one of them is even a bishop now. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to explain to you the DNA of the church you are sitting in. That this is what we stand for. This is what we, we represent. Everybody is a shepherd. Everybody must be a shepherd. You must be a shepherd. You must become a shepherd. Because here, here God is asking, God is asking, do you love me? Do you love me? I mean, do you love me? Do you really love me? Do you care? Do you care about what I care about? I mean, if you love me, then you will like what I like. And he's saying that what I like, what I like is the lambs and the sheep. Feed them. Shepherd them. Pastor them. Look after them. Look after them. Look after people. There is somebody or some people that you can also look after. You can look after people. You can help people. There's some, there someone's Christianity that depends on you. That depends on you. That perhaps you have to pick them up and bring them to church. To settle, to settle them in church. It is your work. Any other thing, any other thing that we've been doing. I've not seen, I've not seen Jesus mention that if you love, if you love me, if you, if you love me, you have new wigs. Or if you love me, you have a new car. Or if you love me, your business will be booming. Or if you love me, your children will go to grammar school. Or if you love me, too. He said, if you love me, if you really love me, feed my sheep. Sit down so I can see those who are sitting. So you see that, you see that, you see that we have to be asking ourselves that question. How can I become a shepherd? I have to be, because it seems to be a very serious thing. 
I've tried, I've tried to give you maybe funny stories to explain, but see, it's funny, but it's real. When you don't like something, I mean, like, like, like the brother was telling you about, he hasn't thought about hair. But somebody is saying that you like hair, you must like hair. And you don't like my hair, that's why you haven't said anything. Or you don't like me, that's why you have not talked about it. But I don't, I'm not interested in hair. I don't notice hair, I've not seen your hair. I've seen other things. One, one, one of the things he even mentions is, is her attitude towards him. How she's respectful. How she talks. Never angry, never irritated. Very, very respectful. But see, it doesn't mean anything to her. Her hair means more to her. And you are just sitting here telling me that you've been doing this every Sunday or whatever in church. And God is saying that if you love me, feed my sheep. He said that if this, wait for him. If this woman loves me, she'll be respectful towards me. And he's saying that she has been. She has been. She has been. She has been. Feeding people having sheep. Having sheep is what this church stands for. That's where we have been. That's where we have been. That's what I mean. I've been, I've been the pastor of the church for like 26 years now. I haven't met the first millionaire in the church. But we are not broke. You, you guys, I'm not saying they don't exist. If they exist, I don't know because it has not even been of interest to me that who has what, who works where, how much does who earn. It has not even been of interest to me. Before, before, before I realize I'm sending, I'm sending somebody who is very, very important to go, to go and buy me popcorn. Because my aim is not who has what? Can I come to your house? As you can see, even if I come to your house, it will be difficult. Before I realize whatever happened to your house has appeared in preaching. <laughs> yeah, it will even be difficult. Because I can't laugh with everybody. You just, you've actually put me in difficulty. It will take a lot of interviews before we can be there and be happy. A lot of forms to fill. Does it, does it, does it drink water? <laughs> yeah. The important thing is be a shepherd. I'm telling you this Sunday morning. Be a shepherd. Become a shepherd. Become, there, there are different types and different things that you can do. Different things that you can do. There's, there's nobody here, nobody here, including the person who is here for the first time, that is useless. That there's nothing that you can do. No, there's something that you can do. In the next 10, ten minutes, let me tell you why you can be a shepherd. Why you can be. Why, why it is possible for you to become. I just have three points, okay? Three. Do you believe it to be three? You don't believe it? Yes. Why every Christian can become a shepherd. Number one, you can become a shepherd because all you need is a desire. All you need to become is a desire. All. That's all you need. Mr. Bishop, are you sure? I'm very, very sure. That's all you need. I have, I have problems, so I have other problems. No, 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 no. All you need is a desire. Come with your problems. Come with your problems. 
The reason why you see your problems is because you are not working for God. When you start working for God, your problems become secondary. They even, they even fizzle out of your life. You'll be wondering, how did, how, did this thing, how did this thing disappear? You see, one day I called some, um, uh, I can't remember how many they were, maybe five or six younger ladies who were all married. And I said, I've not, I've not met them. It's all like pastoring. I was trying to be a nice shepherd. So I said, let's go out for a meal. So I sat with them Sunday after church. I said, just for fellowship. So I, I said to them that I've been preaching. I've been preaching to you all, all your life. So it's your turn to talk. If you have any question, you can ask me, I'll answer. So they all started talking. They started talking about marriage and things. Do you know, do you know at, the, at, the, at the conclusion, at the end of that meeting, do you know, do you know the conclusion that I came to? Do you know? Do you know? No. Do you want to know? Yes. Will you like to know? Yes. Look, some of you don't, you don't want to know. How many of you don't want to know? <laughs> okay, how many of you would like to know? Yes. How many of you don't speak English? Okay, you see, you speak English. At the end of that, of that meeting, as, as I was parting with them, I said, thank you. I just said to myself, I just said to myself, I'm blessed with a good wife. Yes. Because all the things they were complaining about, they were talking to Mr. Bishop. Did you see my husband? All the things they were saying, I'm like that. Oh, yes. I came to two conclusions. I said, I'm blessed with a good wife. I said, secondly, secondly, God has delivered me from people like this. Look, they, they were complaining about everything, everything. Everything is a problem. Everything is a problem. I'm telling you, everything is a problem. When they talk, when they talk, I was just sitting, I was just sitting like, a, like an old man under the Iroko tree. I was just sitting there nodding. I said, eh, oh, mercy. Oh, forgive. Oh, Really? Oh, because everything they were saying, I am like that. I, I, realize that I also don't do this. I also don't do that. I also don't ask this. I'm just like, ah, this one too is a life. <laughs> but that is their problem. And that is, that is why they, you, you see in each, each of them's life, they're also not progressive. Spiritually progressive. Because it's like there's this problem, there's this wall in front of me. It has to be removed. Every wall doesn't have to be removed. Every wall doesn't have to be removed. Some of the walls, you, you just walk around it and leave. They are there. It's part of life. It's part of life. You don't, you don't, you don't change everything. It's not everything that you change. You are trying to change too many things. Hey, Timothy chapter 3 and this one. Yeah, even you, even you as you are there, as we have accepted you, loved you, working with you, have you not thought about yourself? How, I mean, what are you? Hmm. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 says, this is a true saying, if a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. 
All you need is desire. That is interest. That I want to do this thing. I would like to do it. I would like to do something. I also like to be a shepherd. I would like to be a shepherd. Just the desire. Desire is all you need. Do you realize, do you realize that he's not saying, stop doing this, stop doing that? If you become a shepherd, you will stop smoking. Your secret smoking, you will stop it. Mm. All the people, all the people who came close or not even close. I don't think they were, they were close or became, let me use the word, prominent. Prominent in the church. All of them. But never became shepherds. Have all become somewhere and disappeared. Including those that you, have, you had here. And never became shepherds. They turned into memories, complainers, some way people, rebellious, liars, deceivers, fornicators, or anything you can imagine. But you see, but all, all, these, all these things were known, but I never said a word. I didn't say stop doing this. I just said, oh, let's try, let's be patient with them. Let's be patient with them. Let's be patient with them. All of them. All of them have evaporated. All of them have turned into nothing. But all will say we love God. But when you don't take that step, you say, I'll be a shepherd. I'll be a pastor. I'll work for God. You don't even know what you are playing with. You don't even know what you are playing with. You see, when, when, the, when the church, the, when I say the church, I mean the church worldwide. Worldwide. You see, you see that when a, church, a part of the world, the church world, turns away from things like shepherding, soul winning, they start majoring on other things. They'll be major. They'll major on abortion. They'll major. They major. They'll major on homosexuality. But that's not our calling. Our calling is not to come and fight homosexuality. It's not our calling. It's just. It's just one of the problems in the world. One of the problems. This is one of the problems. If I come and stand there and I lambast homosexuality and say, cap, cap, lambast it and lambast it. How many of you are homosexuals? How many of you have, you have a desire to be homosexual? You may be wondering, what is he even talking about? You say, we don't have this problem. It's almost, it's almost like I'm even arming you to, to go out there and go and argue. Go and have wild, crazy debates. But that's what, that's what the section of the church has become. Turned to anti-abortions, anti-homosexuals, anti-transgender, anti-this, anti-that. And then you see, then they change into, then the other, other side is debt cancellation. And souls are going to hell. Whilst we are talking debt cancellation, souls are going to hell. And as they are preaching debt cancellation, they are still borrowing. Fornications, when you become serious with God, it will stop. You stop. You have, those, you have those things because you are not serious with God at all. You are not serious at all. Don't tell yourself that you are serious. You are not serious. As soon as you become serious, it will change. You, you will not be known as a fornicator and a sex addict. Those who is sleeping, sleeping with sleeping with people everywhere. It's like anywhere you get, alleyway, train station. 
left anywhere, you will do it. I mean, it's become like sneezing because you can sneeze anywhere. If you, if you want to control the system, <laughs> sex has become like sneezing. You can have sex anywhere. Anywhere. And with anybody. You've been helped. Number two. Becoming a shepherd is a natural stage of development. It's a natural stage of development. So if you're not becoming a shepherd, it means you're not developing. Like speaking, walking. It's a natural stage of development for a child. Every mother's secret prayer and worry is, when will my child speak? When will my child walk? First, when a lady gets married, the next thing is, will I get pregnant? Then when the pregnancy comes, the baby comes out. Then now you see, will the baby speak? Will this child talk? Will this child walk? And then you see, sometimes you see insensitive mothers who will be walking around whilst you are carrying your sister. Hey, is your child not walking? My walked at six months old. My walked at six months. As though she's not a woman, she hasn't got a heart. Hey, my, my walk, my walk. Hey, he's, he's still not working. Hey, but you carry him too much, you put him down. Very, very insensitive and wicked. Hey, my dear, yours walk, yours walk when she came out of the store. She started running in the, in the labor ward. They ran in there. Leave us alone. <laughs> Hey, my walk when this, so my walk when that. Maybe yours was Spider Man. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. It says, For when the time you ought to be teachers, you have neither one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Yes, so. It's a natural stage of development. I'm telling you, Pastor Edmund, any usher, any instrumentalist, any singer who is not becoming a shepherd, you are doing something wrong. A sickness has come upon the church. A sickness, a disease has come into the church. A disease. An usher, a singer, a film star, a dancing star, instrumentalist is not a shepherd then under your watch a disease has come into the church may you escape from that disease yes people must become shepherds with sheep pastors must be tired must be they must be tired oh yes they must be tired when they see you they must even dodge you you say after church, the meeting is at five o'clock. There'll be a Peckham by malt for energy because they know our man. They know our man when he calls us. Otherwise, a disease is infiltrating the church. And I'm saying, I'm saying to all of you, you have to become shepherds. Otherwise, I, 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 I don't understand what we are doing. 
You don't understand what we are doing. You have to be shepherds. And finally, because the natural stage of development, nobody, after being in the church for how many years now, you're not a shepherd. You're not a shepherd. You are like a, you are like a child. You're like a child that is 20 years old and is not talking. Yes, there's a problem. There's a problem. Don't talk. You don't walk. There's a problem. You can't, see, you can't say, I need, I need the toilet. There's a problem. There's a problem. That's a, that's, that's a church member who is not becoming a shepherd. Because you have to be, you, you ought to be teachers. You ought to be, you ought to be lovers of God. Lovers of God. You can change the word teacher to a lover of God. Because if you love me, you will feed my lambs. Yes. And then, finally. Did I give you the last one? The last one is God's people are scattered without a shepherd. Ezekiel 34 and verse 5. And they were scattered because there's no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. And do you know that, do you know that we are the ones who would um, start gossiping about those who get scattered? And spreading the story. Have you heard? Have you heard what has happened to this person? Hey, have you heard? This person is like the But it's because we're not shepherds. We're not good shepherds. If you had shepherded them, you would have kept them. If they had a shepherd, they would have been saved. They would have been saved. They would have been helped. I mean, they would have been helped. They would, they, they would be told. They would be told. They would be told that that's not your end. That's not your end. Your, mist- your mistakes, your mistakes are not your end. It can be changed. You can do better. Things will work. Things can work. You can be helped. But when you don't have a shepherd, everybody when they do something wrong, know they've done something wrong. I mean, if you, when you fall into sin, you know you fall into sin. You know that this one, dear me. You know, actually, I don't try. I mean, if you know that you know, try this one that you know, try. Yes, everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. There's no, there's no point in telling a sinner that you're a sinner. The person's, the person's heart is already bleeding, but the person needs a shepherd, a shepherd, a shepherd that can knock you on the head and say, "Rabbi, don't, don't do that again." But it's like it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. When Jesus was sending that woman was caught in adultery, he said, Go and sin no more. It means, it means that I know you are a sinner. What you did was wrong. So he said, Go and don't do it again. Go and sin no more. Not go and don't eat lollipops anymore. He said, Go and sin no more. Yes. Because without the shepherd, the people scatter. Upstairs is waiting for your sheep. Shepherd. Shepherd. I'm talking to you today. You are shepherds. Upstairs is waiting for you. It's waiting for your sheep. For you to come with your sheep and put them down there. Shepherds. Otherwise, you start complaining about everything. You see, anybody who complains and murmurs, especially when you say things like, somebody doesn't like you. Or these people in this church are not friends. Do, do, you know, do you know what that thing means? 
it means that you're of age to become a shepherd. Because now you know what like is and what not liking is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, now, you have to start liking other people. Why are you sitting there for, forever and ever? We should come and like you. Hey. Hey. We like you already. Go, come, start liking people. Start liking people. Ah. Every day they don't like you. Every day somebody doesn't like you. Who should come and who should stop what they are doing to come and like you? A grown up like you, they should come and like you. I used to wonder when we, we, we go home from church, all of us. We've been in church all day. We all go home. All day, long day. I'm tired of being preached. I used to wonder why does my wife attend to the children first before me? It was going to become a marital problem. So I just decided, look, if I'm dying, I can't wait. While she's doing what she's doing, I'll look after myself. I'll look after myself. Ah, because it's going to become a beast forever. I mean, till today, it still hurts me, but it's okay. Because I was dead before them. How, how did they become number one or number two or number three? And then I've become number four. As they are increasing, my rank is dropping. Oh, you don't understand. When there was just one, I became number two. When they became two, I became number three. When they became three, I became number four. Why are they attended to before I am attended to? I mean, why? Because the assumption is that I'm, I'm grown up, isn't it? It's like I should be able to do, even though I don't accept it, but I understand it, but I don't accept it. Do you understand? I don't, I don't want you to think that I've accepted it, but I understand it. <laughs> accept it, but I understand it. Because when we started, I was number one. How did I become number four? Hmm? But by the grace of God, I shall become number one again. <laughs> because you know what? They all grow up and leave the house. The day the last one goes, I'll, tell, I'll say, Madam, are they here? Are they here? Are they here? I'm here. I'm here. Resume your duties. I'm here. <laughs> so when you are in the church, you start complaining. That's the example I'm giving you. They don't like me. This person hasn't got time for this. Hasn't got... Hey, why? Brother, why? Sit down, sit down so I can see those who are sitting. Daddy, one of you sent me a message. I laughed at her. I mean, I laughed. I laughed so much. I went to my wife. I went to show her the message. I went to another. I, sh- I showed the message. I'm, te- I'm telling you the example I'm about to give because you are here. I laughed. I showed it to a lot of people. Because one of you from Apache sent me a message that you don't know. You feel, you feel like I don't like you. I, I reject you. When you come around, I reject I laughed. I mean, I laughed so much about somebody's serious problem. It was a serious problem. I, I laughed. When I, when I finished, I, finish, I, I replied. I said, oh, no, no, no. I don't reject you. Because I grown up like this after all these years. Why, I mean, why would you even imagine for even two seconds that I don't like you? I mean, why? I showed it to my wife. I showed it to many people. I said, hey, can you imagine? Look, I said, look at, look at the trouble I'm in. Oh, I just woke up this morning. I'm in trouble. My good old faithful Apache member says that I don't like him. 
So I said, brother, I like you. I like you. I really like you. I really like you. I can even record it and send it so you play it. Anytime you feel like you play it. I mean, why, I mean you think, oh, why would I not like you? Why would I not like you? Yes. But where can we meet? That's the thing. Maybe if you were into sheep and things, we would have met somewhere to have something to talk about and discuss. But Yeah, I jump, I jump on buses and things. No, I don't, I don't know how to do certain things. That you're taking me. This morning, somebody was trying to take my bag from me. I said, hey, my bag, I can carry. It's very, very light. And I'm also young. There are a lot of things that I do for myself. As you can see, even in my house, when, when we enter the house, I, start, I have to start myself because I know I'm number four. If each person takes 20 minutes, that's one hour before it will get to my turn. I can't wait. I can't wait and be, and be fighting every day. I also like peace. Don't you like peace? Oh, yeah. I also like peace. I also like peace. Those of you who are fighting over things that you shouldn't be fighting. There are, there are bigger battles to fight for. Oh. This is what makes you a man. Then you are lost. You're putting your foot down over this hole. Then you're a woman. <laughs> Look. I have to go now. I've given you three beautiful points. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> so, it's my prayer that next time I'll see you, we'll be at the shepherd's camp. Yeah. Shepherd's camp. Yeah. Now you've become shepherds and you are in the camp. Do you understand? Yes. You are loving others. You are loving people. Caring for people. Not sitting there waiting, waiting for my love. Which you have already. So you can't see that you have my love. I've come here. You have my love. Yes, you have my love. What, what, what else should I do? I should come and kiss you. I'm not the Pope, so I don't kiss. <laughs> So we'll be, how many of you will be at Shepherd's Camp? If you'll be there. Yes, so we'll meet at Shepherd's Camp. Then I'll know that my first message in the year that I came to share with you, you heard, you have obeyed, you have started shepherding, you are into shepherding. You have to move into shepherding, that you have sheep. You have sheep. You can look for souls, establish souls. Hmm? Don't tell me I don't like you. Because <laughs> I like you. Do I like you? I think I like you. Because I like you. Feel I like you. Stand to your feet and let's go home. Close your eyes and pray for yourself for one minute that Lord use me Use me to be a shepherd. Use me, Lord, I love you. I'd like to be a shepherd. I want to be a shepherd. I want to be a shepherd. I want to be a shepherd. I'd like to be a shepherd. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. There's more things to do. Idleness is evil. 
it gives you things to complain, murmur, to talk. Because you are not busy. You are not working hard enough. Pray to God, our Lord. 2020, I want to be a shepherd. I like to be a shepherd. I like to feed your sheep, Lord. Feed your lambs, Lord. I like to feed them, oh God. Feed them, oh God. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Anoint me, Lord. Lord, anoint me to feed your lambs. To feed your sheep. Give me the chance, Lord. Give me the blessed opportunity to do your work and to do your will. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray. Everybody, from the back to the front. Pray for yourself. Talking to God, the Lord, in this year. In this year, 2020. This year, 2020. The year of the shepherd. The year of the shepherd. May I not be left out. May I not be left behind. May I not be left out. May I not be left behind. Oh God. 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 Makapatashabadibakaya. Pabalibakapalabatashabataya. Madabalibakapatabalabahapaya. Mababalibakapa. Balibakapatosaya. Yes, we can be. Give us a desire, Lord. The desire, Lord. Lay your two hands on your heart and say, Lord, give me a desire. Put in my heart, oh God, a desire to be a shepherd. A desire to be a shepherd. Put in my heart. Pray for yourself. Two hands on your, on your chest, on your heart. Say, Lord, I need it. I want it. I want it. Make me into a shepherd. Make me a shepherd. Make, turn me into a shepherd, Lord. You turn me into a shepherd, Lord. To do your work. To do your will. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. And we bless your name. For this opportunity. I pray for every heart here, Lord. Touch these hearts. Make them vessels of honor in your house, Lord. Make them useful in your house, Lord. Make them shepherds. Let your power visit them. Let them come back to their first love and to our first love as a church, Lord. To love people, to lead people to you, to guide people to you, Lord. To convert sinners to your saving knowledge, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your power. In the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone. I pray for everyone. Let them become shepherds. Let them become shepherds. Turn this congregation into a mighty army for your kingdom. To build your kingdom. To establish souls. And Lord, like your word declares, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added unto you. Lord, as they seek and they put you first, may their prayers be answered. May their bodies be healed. May their finances be healed. May their marriages be healed. May their homes be healed. May their children be healed, Lord. Let healing enter into their lives, Lord. And into their homes, Lord. Lord, let there be pleasant surprises. Pleasant surprises. Where they have given up, Lord, let there be hope, Lord. Where they have given up, oh God, surprise them, oh God. That you are a
God who answers prayers. You are a God with whom all things are possible, Lord. Let there be possibilities in this church, Lord. Let that which seems impossible become possible to your people. Thank you, Father, for this blessing. Thank you for hope. Thank you for hope. And thank you for faith. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to pray for you very quickly. You're here. Somebody invited you to church this first Sunday of the year, or you've been coming to church. You've been in church, you've been around. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You don't have a relationship with God. You're not sure whether it'll be heaven or hell for you when you die or when Jesus returns. You want to say this afternoon that, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are very quickly and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hands. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. First Sunday, you want to come to Jesus today. Today is your day. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands. I'm waiting for you. One more person. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you. You want to choose Jesus today. You want to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front with your hand lifted up. Come. Come out of your seats and come. Yes, I can see you. From the back, from the sides, middle, wherever you are, come. Come all the way to the front. Come and stand here facing me. Come and stand here facing me. Yes. Come. Come. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you realize that you want to start the year with Jesus. Come. Come very quickly. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Yes, there is room. At the cross. Yes, there is room at the cross. Come on, sing it. There is room at the cross. There is room at the cross for you. I'm waiting for you. Come to Jesus. Come to you want to give your life to Jesus today. Come. Come. Come to Jesus. No millions have come. Come. There is still a room for one. Thank you. Bow your heads with me. Close your eyes. Those of you in front, say this prayer after me. And the whole church, join us as we say this prayer. Say with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins and of all my mistakes. I am sorry for all the wicked things I have done. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will no longer serve Satan. 
I will no longer follow Satan. I give myself to you, Lord. I'll serve you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for all these ones in the frontier, Lord. Have mercy on them. Show them mercy. Let them be planted in you. Let them be established in your house. Let them be real Christians. Thank you for the change that has begun. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that takes over their lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of salvation, Lord. Let this one be saved, Lord. Thank you for your help and for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, that all chains of darkness and wickedness is broken from off their lives. Their souls are free today in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Oh, say a meaningful amen. amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Please go this way with our pastor, Pastor Cliff. Well, Happy New Year and God bless you all. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.